0: However you are tuning into the show, Whatever's becoming possible for you in your life, whether it's on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, whatever that's out there, thanks for making One Undone Radio a part of your day. We'll open the show on this one. Talking about Week 15 in the NFL. Giving my picks. Again, I haven't even kept track of my wins and losses, so I have no idea what my wins and losses are. Then why also, why hasn't OBJ signed anywhere? Remember the whole, like, Oh, he's meeting with this team. I get my thoughts on that, and maybe he's just not ready to play at all. And finally, I close the show. Who should be the MVP in the NFL? Who should be in the conversation for the NFL? All NFL in this episode. All that on the show. Let's go. We are already in week 15 of the NFL. It's pretty crazy how time's flown by in the NFL season. Um you know, pretty soon we're going to have teams that are going to be like more teams are going to be eliminated from playoff contention. Teams have already been eliminated from playoff contention like the Bears, Texans, Denver Broncos. They've already been eliminated from even having a chance to make the playoffs at this point. So we're into week 15. Um, Let's just talk about some surprises from week 14. How about, Baker Mayfield, the guy had five minutes to learn a playbook, goes in the game, leads a 98-yard touchdown drive. Pretty phenomenal stuff. I think that's also a credit to Sean McVay. He's a very smart, offensive-minded coach. You know he's going to put his guys in position to at least have success. So not surprised there. And then Brock Purdy for San Francisco, lighting it up against Tom Brady who got lit up Against the San Francisco 49ers. So good for them, man. Good for Brock Purdy. You know, San Fran was like, oh, do we go and get Bacon Mayfield? So far, Brock Purdy's look pretty good. pretty good. <laughs> oh, that's lame. Anyways, uh, let's go so let's go into some picks. Okay. We actually have some Saturday games as well, which is kind of cool. Uh so let's start off with San Francisco. Heads down the road to the Seattle Seahawks. I'm gonna go with San Francisco in this game. This is on Thursday night. I'm going to go with San Fran. I think right now they are just clicking on all cylinders offensively, defensively. They're playing great. Seattle is kind of, it seems like this might be the, the downturn for Seattle, right? It just seems like they're going to maybe get some more losses from now until the end of the season. So I'm going to go with the San Francisco 49ers in this game. And pretty, I don't really think it's that close. They said three points. I don't think it's going to be bigger than that. Uh the Colts head to Minnesota to take on the Vikings on Saturday. Oh boy, I'm going to go with Minnesota. Even though you know it's not going to surprise me the Colts win this game. And here's why. Minnesota is just not that good of a team. They do not play football like a 10 and 3 football team. They just don't. They they don't. They beat yes, yeah, they beat bad teams and they'll probably beat the Colts here. It would not surprise me, but again, it's not going to also surprise me if the Colts go to Minnesota and win that game. But I am going to pick Minnesota to win this game. Uh, the Ravens take on the Browns. Uh, give me the Ravens in this one. Kind of weird, but, you know, Cleveland, Deshaun Watson has not looked good. Maybe this is the game he turns it around. I don't know. You know, when you haven't played for a long time and you know why you haven't played for a long time, it could be a factor here. So I'm going to go with the uh, yeah with the Ravens in this game. And then to close out, Saturday night, Dolphins head to Buffalo to take on the Bills. I'm going to go with the Bills in this one. It's supposed to be either really cold or really snowy and all that stuff. I don't think Miami can handle that, so I'm going to take Buffalo in this game. Seven points, favorite. That sounds about right. Next, the Eagles go to on the road, take on the Chicago Bears. Give me Philadelphia. They're just they're playing well. Chicago is not right now. They're 3-10. and 10. You know, it might not be a bad thing. I Did the Bears have a pick in this draft? No, I think they got rid of that. No, I think they do still have a first-round pick. So, if the Bears, hey, man, you got you can actually kind of suck and get a good pick in this draft. I don't know. I'm just saying. So, I like the Bears in this one, though. Not the Bears. Sorry, the Eagles. <laughs> Eagles. Uh, NFC South, which is NFC not good. Like, uh, Falcons take on the Saints. Uh, Desmond Rares first start. At on the road, I'm gonna go with the Saints in this one, and not by like I'm not excited about that pick, you know, I don't feel great about it, so I'm gonna go with the Saints. But in a weird game, you know, Desmond Ritter's first start maybe struggles a bit on the road, who knows? New Orleans is a tough place to play when that crowd is rocking, so I'm gonna go with the Saints. Lions taking on the Jets, give me the Lions. Lions are. I say this right now, Lions are one of these teams in the NFL at this very moment you don't want to face. They are playing very good offensively. They are playing very good on defense. They've won five of the last six games. Give me the Lions. I'm gonna go with them against the Jets, who again, Jets kind of on the, the downward fall, in my opinion. That's just me. So give me the Lions. Panthers take on the Steelers. Uh, what a weird game. Um Man, I'm going to go with the Panthers, but I'm not liking it. I mean, yeah, they won a few in a row. They won, what, two, three in a row? Uh, Let me see. Let me get pulled up here. They won two in a row, three of the last four games. You know, they could probably pull it out. I wouldn't be surprised if they do. So, yeah, give me the Panthers in this one. Cowboys take on the Jaguars. Give me the Cowboys, but I like the Jaguars to make this one interesting. Jaguars playing good lately. Cowboys have as well. I'll give them credit on that. Struggled, though, against the Houston Texans. But I'm going to go with the Cowboys in this one. Uh Chiefs versus the Texans. Yeah, give me the Chiefs. I don't know why you would pick the other way. Texans are not good. They are very bad. They are gonna, they're going to they're going to move off Davis Mills. I mean, here's the thing. When you have a quarterback situation and you like, "Oh, we're going to go with Davis Mills." And then you bench the guy halfway through the season, like it's time to move off him. They're gonna play bad. They're gonna get Bryce Young in the draft. Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, whoever, you're gonna get one of these guys in the draft. I mean, they're gonna have the first overall pick, but they're they're gonna only get one of these guys. So yeah, give me the uh, Chiefs. Easy. Wow. What a weird game, Broncos versus the Cardinals. Ah, uh, jeez, this game is gonna be boring. Uh give me the Broncos because you know they were doing something on offense. Towards the end of the Chiefs game, like they were actually clicking in some weird way. They put up 28 points, which I think that's the most they put up all season. I could be wrong, but good for them. Um, But, yeah, give me the Broncos. Not really thrilled about that pick. Don't know who should be or would be. So, yeah, give me the Broncos. Uh, Let's see here. Patriots take on the Raiders. Going to go with the Patriots in this one. Got a good win against the. Uh, this is a good matchup. Like think about the Josh McDaniels versus Bill Belichick. Like, how interesting is that going to be to watch really unfold? Gonna go with the Patriots though. I think they do enough to get the win. I don't know by how much, but I think they just do enough to get the win to go to eight and six. Raiders have been playing good though, but I do expect the Chiefs. Sorry, the Patriots to get this win. Uh, Titans versus the Chargers Titans. Uh, you know, I want to go with the Chargers in this one. I just think that the Chargers right now, they are coming off a great win against Miami. They have struggled. They've lost two. They've only won two of the last five games, but those games, you got to look at those games. Yes. They lost to the, the Raiders, but they also lost to the chiefs in a close one on Sunday night and lost to San Francisco as well. So those are two definite playoff teams. Dolphins are a playoff team. They beat them. Arizona, they beat Arizona. And then the Raiders, eh, I don't know what they are. <laughs> but I'm going to go with the Chargers in this one. It's at home, Tennessee. If you stop Derrick Henry, if you really stop him and you make Ryan Tannehill throw the ball, like if you look at his receivers, golly, if you look at this whole team, who look who's hurt. Traylon Burks, questionable. Robert Woods, questionable. It's Ryan Tannehill, questionable. Hassan Haskins, questionable. Like This, this is a questionable team. So, yeah, give me the Chargers because if they go to Willis, um, yeah, the rookie Willis, I don't know, man. I, I haven't seen anything from him yet this year to say, yeah, he can really throw the ball. It's just me. It's the Chargers. Uh, Buccaneers host the Bengals in a – I'll say this. That's, that is an interesting matchup again. I do expect the Bengals to win this game. Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. Let's just face it; they got to they control their own destiny. They went out. They are in at what uh ten and seven. That's like uh, okay. They won the division ten and seven. That's fine, but you got to win every game. And it starts here. Starts with the Bengals. It's all on you. I expect the Bengals to win this one though in a very close matchup. Giants take on the Commanders. A interesting again I've been saying the word interesting a lot for a lot of these games but they are because we're getting towards like the end of the season where these games are I mean every game matters for sure but these are the ones you're like man you remember that like if they would just won that game because no one looks back to like week one through week four of these games they're looking to here like these are the ones that's like okay it's crunch time toward the end of the season what are we gonna do to make the playoffs so Washington versus the Giants give me the commanders I Listen, the Commanders been playing great football lately. If you look at them, they have, I mean, besides tying with the Giants last time they played them, they've won three prior. So they beat the Texans, which they should win. They beat the Eagles, which surprise, and they beat the Falcons. Like they've beaten three teams. They tied with the Giants. This is back at home in Washington. I expect Washington to win this game. Monday night. Uh, <laughs> A weird one again. The Rams take on the Packers. Listen, Baker Mayfield played pretty solid. I was kind of excited for him again. You know, having that opportunity to only, like, when you do that, it's kind of a big deal. So as my dog goes nuts right now. uh, I'm going to go with the Packers, though, in this game. I think it's a very close game. I think the Rams stick around, but I think the Packers pull it out in the end to close out week 15 of the NFL. Remember when the whole like football world was talking about Odell Beckham Jr. where could he sign? Let's sign him here. Like he was getting like paraded around like he was a co- high school recruit or like, a college transfer. Like do you remember all of that? It's been a while since we've seen him play, right? The last time we saw him play was actually on this like Super Bowl Sunday. And What's interesting about that is, again, that's the last time we've seen him play. That's the last time we've seen him work out, do anything. Remember, like, talks, like, so annoying how it felt like the like, almost every team had serious talks with Odell Beckham Jr. about how he's going to, like, about signing him, that the Colts at one point did. I'm like I don't want him. Like, can I just say this? And I don't want to be that guy, but I guess I'm gonna be that guy because I've said this before. I think Odell Beckham Jr. is overrated. Like, remember when he like when he was on his prime with the Giants? People were like he's top five, top three receiver. And I'm just like I don't see it. I I just didn't see it. Does he have the greatest catch I've ever seen in my life? Yes. There that catch that he had against the Cowboys. In that game, greatest catch I'll ever see. Like, I've never seen a catch greater than that. Being interfered with, like, what, two or three fingers caught the football? Yeah, that's it's him. Like, that was the best catch ever. So, now, people were saying, like, he played great in the Super Bowl. I will say, he was playing really good in the Super Bowl against the Bengals before he got hurt. He did. He was playing really good. I'll give him that. But he was being like paraded around. like He was being like shown around like, oh, come on here. like Come play with us. But remember the Cowboys were a team? Oh, he could go and sign with the Cowboys. They signed T.Y. Hilton, which thank you, T.Y. Hilton, for signing with the Cowboys after they destroyed the Colts and not before. I appreciate that. I'm glad you didn't sign with him and then played us and beat the crap out of us. I'm glad. Oh, but he could maybe sign with the Bills. Uh, Cole Beasley just came out of retirement and signed with the Bills. I want to play for a Super Bowl contender. Are the Giants? Because the Giants were a team you were considering. This is what I find funny, though, about the situation. It's kind of like do you remember from the movie Friday Night Lights. If anyone saw that movie, and Booby Miles, he got hurt, like he got hurt, right? And then he was trying to keep the schools from taking away his scholarship, like so he was on the phone, like yeah, my knee is good, yeah, I'll be a couple of weeks, my knee is good. Remember, like do you guys remember that when like, the recruit, schools were all calling him and he was talking to him, saying, nope, my knee's good, my knee's fine, my knee's fine. I feel like that's what's happening with Odell Beckham Jr. Because why haven't, why hasn't he signed anywhere? I don't think he's ready to play guys. The injury happened in February. And I think, I don't think he's ready. If he was ready to go and he looked great, he would have been signed by now. But like the Cowboys would have probably picked him up. The bills probably would have just picked him up. Maybe. I don't know. Like, if you're the Bills, are you going to bring back Cole Beasley or, hey, maybe we can get some good production out of Odo Beckham Jr.? I'm just saying, like, I personally, I would take OBJ when healthy. But I don't think he's healthy, which is why I don't think, which is why he hasn't signed anywhere. I think that there's just teams out there just say, show me what you can do, man. Show me what you can do. And he hasn't shown anything. He hasn't shown anybody what he can do because i don't think he can do anything guys have you seen workouts of him running routes have we seen anything of that just all we see is oh he's showing up He looking like he's just a high school recruit that they're just trying to bring him in he's going to games going to basketball games like he's not doing anything i think he's full and then you know it's funny i think he's full of it and i'm not trying to say he's full of it like he doesn't want to play. I just think that he's not healthy and he's parading around like he is healthy when he hasn't played. Remember that same movie in Friday Night Lights? Boobie Miles basically had a torn ACL or whatever he had, torn meniscus, because something in his knee that was torn. He goes out there and plays and it hurts again. He wasn't the same. It's just like, and if he's, if Odo Beckham Jr. is hurt, then, then he's hurt. And I... I I'm not saying the dude should play because he's hurt. Like, I'm saying, why is the news speculating so much about where this guy signs when it's probably clear as day he's not healthy to play? Like, why? Why do we care? It's oh, he could ESPN like oh, Oh, he's meeting with the Cowboys. Talks went great with the Cowboys. He hasn't signed with (laughs) them. Talks went great. With the Giants, he never signed with them. Like he hasn't signed with anybody. I don't think he wants to play because I don't think he's. I don't think he's healthy. I'm pretty sure you're the GM or the owner, and you're saying, "Okay, go run six routes for me. Show me what you can do right now. Go." And if he can't do it, then he's not ready, guys. It's that simple. So let's stop acting like, "Oh, who's going to who's going to sign him? Who cares?" There's a lot of receivers out there. I would sign. Like that, are ready to play, that are ready to go. He's not one of them right now that you can sign and say, put him on the field. Like, if I'm a team and I really believe that he's going to be ready to go, I would have signed him by now. Yes, he's still a talented receiver. I don't think he's as high of a talent as people said he was. I personally believe that, but I do believe he's a talented receiver receiver nonetheless and you would sign talent if you had the opportunity to have the talent and if you are a playoff team no that this is i I just don't see it anymore with a guy i don't think he's gonna play this year and that's nothing like again no one should force him if anyone knows how good his body is it's odell beckham jr but this whole like chauffeuring and hey man come over here come over there like nothing's happening and I'm just I'm personally I'm just kind of sick of it I'm kind of annoyed with it that we continue to see in the news of Odell Beckham Jr. met with this team so what why hasn't he signed why hasn't he signed that's all I gotta say with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry the most valuable player to a team. And I think there's a few guys that can make the case for this argument. Um, now, again, this is, let's just face it, this is sometimes a heavily quarterback-dominated like dominated award, just like the Heisman it just happened. I, that just turns out to be, that's, this is how it is. So let's talk about some possible candidates that could win the MVP this year. And the MVP at the end of the day, I th- it's my opinion. It comes from a playoff contending team because if you are team again, playoff bound, you have a guy who is being the MVP, who has helped guiding you there. I don't see any receivers in this NFL season right now going to get the MVP. Um, I, I, the only people that I can make the case for right now that you can say could win the MVP is Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, even though he's got a lot of turnovers. They both actually have a lot of turnovers, but no one really talks about that. Hmm. Interesting how we don't talk about those quarterbacks and their turnovers. Uh, Let's see. And then I would say Jalen Hurts. Those are the three guys I would say that be should be considered for the MVP of the season. Because when you take away Mahomes, when you take away Josh Allen, when you take away Jalen Hurts, how good are these teams? And I know this this can be said for a lot of other teams as well, like Justin Herbert. If you take away him from the Chargers, how good are they? Eh. Maybe they have a couple less wins because the Chargers now that I mean the Chargers right now only have seven wins or seven and six, so maybe. Um, if you take away Josh Allen, I don't think the Bills are anywhere near as good as where they are right now. And if you take away Jalen Hurts, I don't think the Eagles the Eagles are definitely not twelve and one. They're probably like probably like six and seven, seven and six, maybe. And it is kind of sad that again the MVP award is going to go to a quarterback. And I think those are the three guys that you can name off of. And I think again. It's just a it's a weird situation because this is all we really have. There's not like there's no guy or there's no quarterback who is throwing 50 touchdowns like Peyton Manning would, even though we have 17 total games to play instead of 16. There's no guy like Brady who is doing that. There's no like Rodgers, there's no one that's doing that. There's just a lot of guys that are really elevating their team. Like, Mahomes, we know what he is. We know what Josh Allen is. But we're seeing this year, we're seeing Jalen Hurts. And uh, Eagles fans going into the season, they are like, well, like, uh, we got him, but maybe... We'll like, no, this is it. Like, you have your quarterback. You do. Especially if he wins the MVP. Like, you can't say anything anymore. Even if you guys... Make the playoffs, which you will, obviously. If you make the playoffs and you lose in the playoffs, you're still going to ride with Jalen Hurts. Like, you understand that, right? Eagles fans sometimes are pretty toxic when it comes to one loss and they'll move off a guy like that. Like, what? Last year, it didn't work out because, yeah, like we saw like we saw last year. You were going against the Bucks. It just wasn't going to happen there. But this year, you have a chance to be the home field, number one seed, probably number one seed, I mean, the best team in all of football based on your record, you have a chance to do that because of Jalen Hurts, because of what he brings. If you're asking me my vote today, I'm picking Jalen Hurts, and I know maybe the stats don't say it, but listen, guys, he doesn't have the turnovers like Mahomes and Josh Allen does, okay? He doesn't have that. What he does bring, though, and again, I know that those two guys bring the same level play as well, but what he does bring is just excite. I mean, God, I don't know what the word I'm looking for because all three of these guys are exciting, but he just brings this element to the Eagles that, like, yes, any of those guys on the team would probably have this team in the same position, but Jalen Hurts is doing it, and I think you look at what Jalen Hurts has been put through. Like, Remember, Jalen Hurts has had a like a very indifferent football career. Yes, yeah, starting quarterback Alabama, then a backup, drafted in the what second or third round as a quarterback for the Eagles, backup to Carson Wentz, took his job. Last season, scrutiny like Eagles fans saying, "Is he good enough? Is he not?" But here's the thing: now you gave him weapons to be great. He he's being great for Philadelphia. You got a receiver. You got offensive weapons. You got a, a good defense. So when you have a quarterback that's got that knows he has these tools, he can go out there and do what he can feel comfortable doing. And his head coach believes in him as well. This team is twelve and one because of him. I think the Chiefs would still be in a pretty decent spot without Mahomes. I think the Bills. Might be in a decent spot without Josh Allen. I don't know about the Eagles. Maybe, again, 7-6, 6-7. And six, six and I don't know. But I think we got to stop just, let's just give it to Mahomes. Even though, yeah, I get it. Peyton Manning won a lot of the awards. Tom Brady has. I understand that. But, hey, I think it should go at this point My right now. My vote would go to Jalen Hurts. Just right now. Again, there's a few weeks left, so a lot can happen. But my vote right now, it would go to Jalen Hurts to be the MVP of the NFL. That will do it for today's episode of One and Done Radio. Thanks again for tuning into the show. Be sure to follow the show on Twitter at OneDone Radio. Subscribe to the show on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Podcorn, wherever you get your podcasts. Truly, truly appreciate that. Go on YouTube as well. Like and comment on any of the videos that you do watch. And as always, stay safe.